Well, welcome back to another 1720 podcast. Me and Peyton are in the studio tonight, and uh, it's going to be a good conversation, I think. Uh, we've had a little bit of time to drink our coffee and get This is the first intro we've done tonight. This is the first intro we've done tonight, even though I think we've done four podcasts. Yeah. The, yeah, well, anyways. So what are we talking about tonight, uh, Peyton? Uh, loving people. Yeah, we're talking about uh, what happens when you take reciprocity out of it. Which is what I've been experiencing lately, and and I actually want to uh, I want to give a a story a quick quick story. Okay. Um, yeah. So I was talking to my girlfriend, and and we we've, we've been trying to do this podcast for a little while now. So a lot of this we've had have experiences with uh, in the past couple of months. But basically, um, I was in Home Depot with my girlfriend, and I was getting some drywall or something. I've been working on my place still. And she's a keeper. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, honey, you want to go to Home Depot and get some drywall? And she hates Home Depot, which is she'll <laughs> listen to this and she'll be like, but she's just very dogmatic about Home Depot. I don't I don't get into it anymore. But anyway, um, and, and so I'm sitting there and ironically, we were talking about how dogmatic she is about some things about Home Depot and this this Home Depot employee. I, I'm this sitting is a there. Very meta conversation. Okay, I'm sitting there getting drywall screws, like trying to figure out what drywall screws I need. And this guy is putting away drywall, like who works there. He's put like stacking stock inventory. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, I think you are just super dogmatic about this. Like Home Depot is great. They have everything you need. If you don't, you know, if you block yourself off from Home Depot, you're never going to, you know, you're going to inconvenience yourself. Yeah. And the guy sits up and looks at me and he's like, like in a very joking, like friendly way, he's like, hey, man, you got to remember, like, she's always right. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, you know, and we, and, and just that interaction right there, it was like, it was just, you know, a complete stranger to a complete stranger, but it was like taking that initiative to, um, not just be another passerby in someone's life and, and to have like that human interaction. Sure. And that's what really sparked Which then me. just proved your whole point that Home Depot's. Right. And, and, at. and I even told the guy, I'm like, if you knew what she was arguing about right now, <laughs> she hates you. Yeah. <laughs> but in that moment, it really struck me that, uh, you know, like that human interaction, not walking around so cynical, not, not being so just assuming the worst, which is really what I've discovered about myself is I want to assume the best in people until I'm proven otherwise, rather than the contrary. Right. And, and when you can get a hold of that, it's so, it's like, it's so life changing. It's, it's really, it's really the closest thing you can come to, you know, just like the most wholesome relationship. And it, and it doesn't have to be someone intimate in your life. It's just that brief moment that you get when both people let their guard down and they're like, I'm a human, you're a human. Like we have this we're cool all this boat together, right? you know, like, yeah, we're, we're all on this cruise called the spaceship earth. It's together. cool, man. It's, uh, it's cool. It, it is kind of cool. And, uh, you know, Society in so many different ways, whether it's clothing or um, – we do a really good job of creating uh, identities that that identify us as separate or other yeah. or apart or right. whatever, which is really super uh, unfortunate. Um, but, but we're drawn to that. We're drawn to – creating a tribe of, yeah. oh, I'm like those people, right. right? Like you're part of the overlander crowd. Right. And when you see another overlander guy, it's like, hey, what's up, I just bro? saw one today. Hey, how Out you the doing? Window. <laughs> how you doing? We're the same. We pass. Uh, right. You but you're probably you not the same. The guy might be a total dick, yeah. you know, like you yeah. don't know, right? Yeah, yeah. But 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 we do this and we create these tribes. But And they're really helpful for those moments where you get to go, hey, bro, yeah, right. I mean, that's cool. But the the opposite side of it's really problematic, right? Yeah. Because now there's this other group of people 
my life really changed about um, two years, maybe three years ago. It was a conscious decision to say, I'm going to hang out with people I don't think I like. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Right. Like, but I mean, it, I didn't go into it willingly. It's not like right. I was like, but, but I sort of recognized, uh, I think that spiral, right? That, that, oh, you know what? It's sort of a sense of isolation and anger yep. almost, right? Yep. Because, um, uh, it was also some one of the reasons why I stopped listening to the news because I I think they their their bread and butter is perpetuating other yeah and I love what you say about the news in terms of uh, when you look at it as um, making you hate you know a whole population of the world it's like wow that that puts it in perspective because you that's not what's going through your mind but when you sit back and you're like okay um, you know, like all these people in politics, all these people who I just hear about constantly doing these things in the world that I vastly disagree with. It just, it's like, it doesn't even have to be politics. It could be like, uh, the homeless population or someone robs a store and you're like, Oh, I hate those people who rob stores. They're so evil. And, and I'm not saying that people who rob stores, uh, that's not a good thing to do, but man, whenever I started to go uh, introduce myself to people who were not like me, Right. And and then really try to create relationships with those people. That's when my life got a lot more interesting. And one of the things that I really became uh, painfully aware of is we are all just broken, screwed up people. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I was going to say. Um, have you are you familiar with the Enneagram at all? The Enneagram? Yeah. yeah I'm like an eight, I think. Oh, I totally believe Seven, that. eight, something. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So um, a wing something. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. Yeah, he's an eight for sure. So I've been I've been reading and a book. You know, on, every time someone says that, and I say I'm an eight, they they say, "Oh, yeah, you are." Oh, but it's, they never it's say, the most. But they never say it like it's a good thing. No, you are. An it's eight. the no. most <laughs> assertive type A personality. <laughs> right. um, but they also bring a lot of value. My sister and my brother in law are both eights. What are you like a three? I two? am a three. Are you really? Um, yep. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm almost a complete split between five and three. So fives are like the. I investigators. thought you had to be close to the. I thought you had to be close to the number. Like you were a three four. Or two three but you can't be like a three five no i'm evenly split um so you're psychotic yeah that explains so much (laughs) no you can be it's a pie chart because you're broken it's a pie chart correct (laughs) anyway but what i'm saying with this is i had a uh i had like a realization last night so i was re i'm reading a book on it right now or i finished a book on it last night i've been reading it for a little while and i it took me to the end of the book to get to this central tenant and i was talking to my dad about it over dinner i'm like What's really cool about this is so he's a six. Those those are like the fear everything, like you know, conservative. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like I Always gotta have a hundred guns, sure, cause, yeah, you know, whatever. But but it but here's the thing: fifty percent of the population are so. But here's yeah. the thing: I have lots of guns. No, no, no. That's not and, the point. No, no. It's, but yeah. But I do want to come back to that okay. because because I I think there's been a shift for me, and I right. don't know where I. But so, so my my eight, dad but. will typically fall on the side of society of finding people to not like or right. disagree with. Yeah, I was, and and I'm I very I much I talk about it a lot with him. Yeah, yeah. And so what I talked to him about was when I finished this book, the the way it concluded was really impactful to me because it's it's all about this is what you're broken in so that you can work on it, um, and 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 what was really cool was at the end of the book it said. These are all the things about each number that glorify God in these ways. Because mm-hmm. like these are the attributes that mm-hmm. stand out most with each number that glorify God. Right. And what I realized at the very end of the book, like it took me reading an entire book about everyone else except one number. You know what I mean? The entire book was about what other people are like, not myself. Mm-hmm. It took me to the end of the See, book. I would to have get just to... read my chapter. Oh, I know. Yeah. And and I was tempted to. <laughs> but when I got to the end, I'm like, every single person 
is that the way their brains fundamentally look at the world is different from mine. And, and it's so easy for us to look at other people and be like, when they do something that we don't like, or when they think some way, or when they express an opinion, think that they are just deliberately trying to, to, to <laughs> like sabotage. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but their brains are literally yeah, yeah, yeah. wired. Different. Yeah, yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Like they're not acting out of the same things that, our brain in the same way that our brains interact with the world. And when that clicks and you're like, oh my God, like people aren't just out to, to, you know, they're acting out of a reality that's just as real as mine. It just changes things. So, so there's an interesting flip side to that real realization, uh-huh. right? It's one thing to say, oh, look, everybody else thinks differently, right? Mm-hmm. So fair enough. Right. And I think if you say that on the surface, everybody would agree with you, but not really. Cause your, your point is, is like, oh, what they're doing is, a, is some sort of impact or reflection on me. But when you believe that, you also miss your value because you've conf- – Believe what? Uh, when you believe that that people don't really think differently, right? When you, oh, correct. Or, or yes. they're just messing with correct. you, right? Right. You also then uh, – you miss your own value. Right. Because there's this assumption that, oh, everybody's like me, so you know, what, right. what do I have to right. add, right? And so my, Or the flip side is, what am I doing wrong because I disagree with these people? Right. No, yeah. no, doubt about, no doubt about it, right? Because so, my wife looked at me early in our marriage one time, and I forgot what I was doing, and I said, I, I said something very similar to that. And she, goes, she looked at me and she goes, yeah, but not everybody's like you. Right. And I was yeah. like, what? Right, right. Sure, they are. They're just faking it, or they're not right. doing it right, or I'm doing it wrong, or something. Or they right? want to see the world burn. Yeah, yeah that's right. You know, and uh, but I will. But let, let me say this about that whole uh, disliking other people thing. Look, man. So there, there's going to come a time where they they tell us that sugar is the new cigarette. Mm-hmm. When they're getting there now, right? They're saying, look, sugar's in everything. You don't even realize how much sugar is in crap because it's in everything. Yeah, ketchup. That was yeah. the worst one for me. No, man, me too. I love ketchup. Yeah. So, so it's in every, like, oh, I'm not eating any sugar. And then I have like six like pounds of ketchup on my burger, right? Yeah. Uh, but it's in everything. Yeah. And so you don't even know it. And so what, what, where I'm going with this is hate is sort of the same way, mm. right? The other as a storyline is in everything. Yep. It's in everything. Um, and I just, man, like, like I said, it's in clothing selection. It's in the mall. It's where you shop. It's what car you drive. It's what neighborhood you live in. It's uh, what music you listen to, what television shows you like, what you liked about the television shows. There is a whole uh, industry that saturates our lives with this idea that you're different. You're, you're separate from other people, right. right? And those other people are right or wrong. Mm. And and so, like I was saying, it's not even just politics, but – and here's the thing, and it's not an Enneagram thing because I was that guy. Man, I was – you know, I had lots of guns, and by God, if anybody came into my house, they were going to die. And right. like now I'm like, if nobody's home, I'll just help them carry crap out. I'll get something new when the insurance kicks right. in, right? Like it's all yeah. good, right? Uh, or Or like to bring it kind of full circle back to loving people, I think that if you can't see – your own brokenness and then see the brokenness in other people, Correct. right? And go, oh man, well I see. And I think that's what Jesus Empathy. was. Yeah, man. I think that's what Jesus was particularly good at. Yep. I mean, could you imagine being able to look at somebody and seeing, seeing the tree of experiences, all the branches, all the experiences that they've had that make them who they are. Yeah. And I think if they're dicks, then, you're probably going to go, oh, man, dude, I'm st-. your response won't be, God, you're such a dick. Yeah. Like, stop being that way. Exactly. Your, your response will be like, oh, man, I'm so sorry. Right. 
Like, what has happened that right. has put you in this place where right. you're experiencing the world in this miserable way? It's like, and and when you see someone who's who's, they don't think it's suffering. No, but it is suffering. Yeah, every everyone has has these defense mechanism, and it just perpetuates itself in all of these different ways that everyone disagrees with. And, and man, yeah. like when you start really loving people and you see those defense mechanisms and the layers that they've created and how they can't be themselves in the world and so on and so forth because they're yeah. afraid or rejection or whatever, right? You, you see it as suffering and it, your heart just sort of breaks for them. Right. Right. It's like, oh, that girl, she's such a snob. Yeah. Okay. But what's really going on there? Right. Yes. And like if you can get there and you can just see it from that perspective, I don't think you can hate people as no, much. No, I you don't know? either. It's it's just empathy, man. And it's such a buzzword. Um, but when you really get a grasp on it, because it's not something that you intentionally do, it's a byproduct. It's yeah. it's a byproduct of, of what we're talking about here. And that's but, but that's you, just what I think is so cool. But you hit on something really important, and that is I think I think developing empathy is much is as much of a journey inward into yourself. Yes, as it, much it's as it there. is, a, right? That's the byproduct is is the introspection yeah. and and the realization that you are just as broken as everyone else. Thus, they deserve love. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And uh, we did um, because you deserve love. Yeah. I just yeah. Re- I wrote a whole section uh, of a paper this weekend, and it was basically over this uh, you know the un the unforgiving servant. Mm-hmm. And so the unforgiving servant's the guy who's forgiven ten thousand uh, talents, which is an ungodly amount of money. Then goes out and yeah. and then hangs some, basically yeah. throws some guy in prison for right. what's equivalent like fifty cents in right. comparison. And 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 but the, but what's interesting is at the end of that, Jesus adds on to the story. He says, and basically this is how my father's going to treat you. Yeah, right. If you can't if you can't get over yourself, right. And love other people. If you can't give the forgiveness I've given you, yeah. then it's, and this is really tough, but it literally says basically you're, that, that in the way that the commentaries say, uh, speak about what Jesus said there at the end is the listeners of the story would know that Jesus was saying that they would be damned hmm. if they did not grant forgiveness. Hmm. Damned. Right? So in, a, in another, uh, I think it was Luke 6.15 that it's related to, uh it says that uh, God won't grant you forgiveness. Hmm. But in this story, it says not only will he not do something, but he will do something, which yeah. is condemn you. Right. Right. So not only will you not have forgiveness granted to you, but you will also then be condemned. Right. And what's funny is, is we could certainly look at that from an eternal perspective. But I think what we're really saying here tonight, and this is so powerful, so crazy powerful, is that you yourself are condemned in this world. Your experience with other people will be miserable. Yeah. Right? Because you can't forgive. Right. You can't see the brokenness. You can't love other people because you failed to even understand your own forgiveness. Yes. And so you're 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 condemned, you're damned now to live in a world of us and them and hate and danger and worry and fear. And that's going to just detract from your overall just joy that you could be having in this moment. Because now when I see people, man, and I see them and, I, and they're hurting and I know it, I, I love them. And, like, I tear up sometimes just because I feel their, their, like, their struggle, you know. Yeah. And, like, and in some ways it, there, there's a certain – there's, like, a foxhole brotherhood, yep. right, and a recognition that we are sort of doing this crazy thing together and – 
wow, you're scarred too. That's wow. That's so crazy. And now you're not. So I guess what I'm trying to say is it's more than just eternal salvation. It is that you don't get to fully experience this world. You don't get to experience the joy God has for you because you forget to forgive others yeah. or you don't even recognize the level in need of your own forgiveness. Correct. Right? You don't realize you've been forgiven an untold debt. And so you're busy hanging people up over whether they did or didn't use blinkers to get over in a lane, <laughs> or they got in front of you in line, or they, right. you know, there's like this person in front of you with one freaking item, but they're, you know, whatever, right? Taking forever, <laughs> and you hate them for it. Yeah. That is, that is the, to me, that is that experience of having your joy stolen from you. Yeah. And it's also, it's also the uh, detractor of unity, you know, like it's, it's the thing that we as humans crave most, but yet we're we're doing things that will uh, make that never happen. I think we and again we and we would argue, oh well, you know, well it's just the things I like. I'm just defining myself. I am who I am, right? And and I just want to look at you and go, yeah, but you're having such a less experience. Yeah, correct. your experience is so less. There's yeah, or on the contrary, there's so much more to experience. There's so much more, yeah. and you know, and the, so as I sought other people who were not like me and decided that I was going to love them. You know what happened in my world? Mm. It got bigger, yeah, like a lot bigger. Right. So I think if you're out there and you feel like your world is getting smaller or the walls are closing in on you or there's evil everywhere and it's, it's a lost cause and like start digging a hole in the ground or whatever, man, like just go find somebody who's the weirdest opposite of you and just Ask some questions and listen hmm. and figure out how to love people, man. Because yeah. if you can figure out how to grant other people the forgiveness that God's given you, not only are you not going to, not only are you going to make it to heaven, but you're going to have so much more joy in your day to day experience. Hmm. Man, I find myself even at work with people who, you know, I'm like, well, that guy's playing politics or what? I don't care. Yeah. Like, exactly. Like, I just love them. Like, yeah. how can I just be like, oh, okay. Dad totally stabbed me in the back, whatever. Right. right? Like, I get why you did it. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> I see what you're trying to accomplish here, but you probably would have done the same. Right. Thing. But yeah. let me, but let me let you know that I'm, I'm here to help you. Right. right. Like, and so don't worry about it. And uh, I don't know. I just find, I find life has gotten so much richer and I just encourage people to just find somebody, man. Absolutely. Find somebody, and uh, yeah, I think our podcast is sort of a great example of that. I mean, you're uh, in your uh, very extremely early 20s. I'm in my 40s. But I think we can find a lot of common ground in this idea of just love, yeah. right? And so, uh, anyways, well, that's tonight's podcast, and uh, thanks for tuning in. If you like this podcast, please, God, please. <laughs> please smash the like button or whatever. I don't know. I forget what they say. But anyways, like it, send this podcast around. Uh, we, we spend our time here really just hoping to deliver some value to other people and, and share what we're what God's teaching us. And hopefully mm-hmm. uh, he can teach you too and uh, change your life. And if he changes your life, then you can change the world. Yeah. So, and we'll see you later. And we'll see you later. I had to be the first out. Dustin always says. Oh, wait. Wait, are you first out or last out? Last out. Do no. You wanna, but, do you want to be first or last? I want to be first always. So you want to be first out? Yes. Do it. And we'll catch you next time. (laughs) We'll see you next time. Thanks. Bye.